Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March Sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety. Try our extra-strength gummies today. Use the promo code BIGX at checkout and get 30% off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com. Don't wait to beat the buzzard. Try Cornbread Hemp today. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just... Cats. 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 Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Touchdown. Kentucky. Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. <laughs> Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you, March 25th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96 FM, 1450 AM. Thank you, Justin, for that, because the person who normally does it, where is he, you know? What the hell? Yeah, sleeping in? What, he stay up late watching basketball? Really makes you wonder. Really makes you wonder. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker and Justin Kalen here. I see Roush's little face icon poking around, so uh, hopefully would would be here sooner rather than later. Is he in Lexington today? I didn't think so. I thought just yesterday, but maybe he is. Yeah, I couldn't remember if he had to go up. Eh, well, whatever it is. Uh, so he may be joining us. Oh, okay. You, you've got the KSR football schedule down? Oh, they, so they said they were rotating. So Roush went on Tuesday and Thursday. I think Luckett went Wednesday and today. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, that 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 makes sense. Well, how are you doing this Friday morning, Justin? And you always start this by saying, "Well, if I'm going to be honest, so I'll just stop you and say, be honest." Okay. Complete honesty. You got it. I am Please. freaking tired. Freaking. <laughs> tired but it is so worth it it was so worth it to have basketball back we had four great games last night i was just pumped to see sweet 16 games but i'm paying the price today that's okay i'll get a nap yeah uh equally exhausted over here we ran out of time on the show yesterday but didn't even get to talk about united states world cup qualifying match against rival mexico that was on last night so it was a two tv setup Till the break of dawn, basically. I don't know if I went to bed till about 1230-ish, somewhere in that ballpark. And then, luckily, woke up at 5 and was unable to fall back asleep. So, I'm I'm right there with you, Justin. But it's Friday. Nothing can stop this momentum, including Nick Roush. No momentum stopping Roush, okay? 
Nope, nope, no momentum stopping us at all. I'm basically, I was one Paolo Bancaro free throw away from coming in and just dropping F-bombs on this show because I'm invincible right now. Could not be touched if Paolo just missed that damn free throw, that son of a gun. I that, that, that was the only game I picked incorrectly last night. However, I did have squares that were still alive, and I had the winning square until Paolo hit a free throw with 12 seconds left. That SOB, he got me. Uh, he got me real good. But yeah. I couldn't be that mad because I won poker. Uh, I'm freaking – I'm, I'm on a mountaintop right now. You you can't stop me. Nick Roush, he, he, he's, he's winning everything this weekend. Winners, winners, winners. Well, great. Happy to hear it. Uh, I the let's see. I guess I technically got Arizona wrong, although I did tell you that line stunk. I was right about Duke, right about Villanova, and thought Arkansas would cover, but did not think that they would win. Yeah, I would have loved a little money line sprinkle there. But man, what I was cheering for Jalen Williams charges. I was calling the hogs. I mean, it was uh I, I got told to calm down multiple times last night. It was a very exciting night of basketball. Who told you, you to calm down? the board, Rouse. I know. I was very close to sweeping the board. But, you know, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm a loud clapper. I'm jumping up and down. Um, and, and I was doing it all while trying to keep a low profile on the, the, the card table because I got beat badly and I had to grind out some wins. And I did. I just waited till the other p- losers lost and uh, hung around. You just got to hang around. Um, but, man, that was a – Gosh, basketball. It's so much fun. It's just so much fun to watch. And the the thing, the worst part of it all, I don't want to be that guy. But like last night was the last night where you could really relish a two TV setup. And, you know, or I, I, yes, we have tonight as well. But that the, the dwindling of our games really is like a, you, you have a wake up moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, we only have three, four, five, like seven games left to watch in this college basketball season. I hate to be that guy that brings it up, but it is, it always brings me down a little bit. Just being like, ah, oh, we went from like, you, you, you couldn't turn your head without seeing a basketball game. And then now all of a sudden it's, it's our last two TV night tonight, uh, Friday night here as, as the NCAA tournament winds down. It's, by my, by my count, I think there's 11 college basketball games left. We got four tonight. And then what for the rest of the weekend for the pairs of the lead eight games on both on Saturday and Sunday, two final four, and then a national mm-hmm. championship. Yeah, so it, good, it, no, good it, it's winding down. There's a little part of me that like, and this would be the case if UK had lost last night in the sweet 16, if they were in another regional and certainly losing eight days ago to a 15 seed in one of the more embarrassing tournament losses in program history. Like I, I don't think I totally can heal until the season's like over, over. So while I have, I did enjoy last night while I will enjoy tonight, while I will enjoy the remainder of the tournament, assuming Duke doesn't win at all. Um, I, I don't, I'm not really going to be whole again until it's all over. Cause then everybody's back to square one. It's, it's, it's basically you turn the page on a new season and I'll be uh, I'll be ready Everybody's for that on the same playing field. Yes, but unfortunately, I know a lot of Kentucky fans want to fire John Calipari. We've gotten into that. Sadly, Gonzaga is going to have to fire Mark Few, Nick Roush. Can't win the big one. Nope, can't win the big been one. There for like twenty-three years. Been there for twenty-three years. Only like two Final Fours. Could you? I mean, oh. can I share a stat with you, TJ? Yep, yeah, please. 
This is Justin. I don't want to throw a pot shot your way, but we do love pot oh, shots. We, we we do love pot shots. But this is a very. This sounds like an Indiana basketball stat where you're like, I got what? But then you're like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, Gonzaga is two and thirteen against top four seeds in the NCAA tournament since two thousand one. The two wins are against number three Utah in twenty sixteen and against number four Florida State in their first final or excuse me second final four run in twenty nineteen. Actually, he didn't even make the Final Four in 2019. Wow. Two two wins against top four seeds. What a bunch of losers. Is it you, America's you, biggest fraud of a program? Many people are saying. Yes. Yes. No, no, without question. It the whole Gonzaga thing, I'm I'm so over Gonzaga. Give them the number one overall seed every year, all you want. They're never gonna win crap in that coming from that WCZ conference. They're just not. I'm so over them. Oh, yeah. Man. It really should just be like they are getting good play and in all sincerity, obviously what few has done at Gonzaga has been great. We're just poking fun at the irrational fans that just get way too caught up on games in March. Um, all that being said though, if Kentucky's ever in Gonzaga's region and Gonzaga's a one, it's going to feel, it'll feel a little bit like a gift. Um, even as like as intimidating as it may be, cause they'll be, you know, they'll have 30 wins. They'll have ran through their conference like they always do. But that's something that we need to to lock into our brains for next March and future mar marches is that while Gonzaga has talent, they just I, – I just don't think you can say sharp enough playing in that conference. Like we say, every year their second-round game is going to be the toughest game they've played in months. And then what does that make the Sweet 16 game? Maybe the toughest game they've played all season in some capacity, especially when you take in and put in the pressure. But they were playing close to home and really just – with the exception of Timmy, everybody else just kind of didn't – they just looked worse than Arkansas. I, I don't know. Maybe people could have a different take on that game. But Timmy was pretty tough. The, the Arkansas didn't really have an answer for him. But besides that, it was a struggle for Gonzaga, in my opinion. Man, I uh, I, I thought it was funny. I was listening to uh, Rob Doster and Jeff Goodman. They were like, man, maybe they should have played Hunter Salas and Nolan Hickman more in West Coast Conference play. I'm like, well, well yeah. Oh, you think? You freaking moron. Mark Few, he sucks. He's so bad. I love how bad he is at coaching. Like, what a loser. Gonzaga, just let me drink your tears. You're a bunch of freaking losers that all you know how to do is lose, lose, lose. You should have lost twice a week ago now you're losing again you big stupid losers why wouldn't you play all your guards during west coast conference play west coast conference play means nothing you're gonna win it who cares you dumbass well, god you mark a, you that's the thing you have a ton of blowouts in wcc play so why why not get them in yeah yeah why like, not what? get them some run to be able to prepare for teams that are gonna play small like you can't match up with every team playing two seven footers you dingus you moron <laughs> Moving on from that game, Roush telling us how he really feels. Um, I've, I've loved watching Chet lose. I just, I, it, and I also love that it's. Um, I, I also didn't think JD Note played particularly well, like because he kept missing wide open shots. And you know, one of my buddies was like, "What are you talking about? He's got." I think he finished with like twenty five points or something on twenty five shots. I had a friend that was texting me like, "He's overrated. He's taking too many shots." He played. Just uh, you said it yesterday, TJ. He just needs to be average, and that's all he was. He was average, and the refs fell for Jalen Williams again. They keep falling for his charges, and they didn't fall for all of them. Um, th they did get him on a couple, but all they needed was 
for him to land a few on Timmy. And Timmy was rattled. They were absolutely rattled. Uh, Chet did not like the physicality at all. I, I loved I loved so many things about that game. Uh, woo freaking pig suey. Suck at Gonzaga. Roush fired up. He's don't 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 uh, don't bring up Gonzaga around this guy this weekend. Everybody that may be running into Roush. I thought I was passionate about my hate for Gonzaga, but Roush is on a whole nother level. All right, well, let's talk about that Duke-Texas Tech game because then we need to – I've got some questions about Arkansas-Duke. Duke-Texas Tech, the second that the official started laughing with Coach K, but Coach K had a totally serious face on his – and just, like, walked away, it was over then. It was over then. Now, I've seen some UK fans point out, Roush, how – this is why Coach K is the greatest. He switched to that zone. Look what happened. Texas Tech. Uh, Duke went on that 7-0 run, and, and and they're moving on to the Elite Eight. I do think there's a little truth to it. I wish Cal would try to just do throw more gimmicky things out there from time to time. Ultimately, if your whole reliance on defense is a zone, you're a coward. And I'm talking to you directly, Jim Beheim. That being said, I do like when coaches just throw something different at them. Now, that's not why Duke won the game. Duke won the game because offensively they just started clicking and scoring, and they eventually broke down Texas Tech's defense, which is really good, and they are a good team. And then Roach hit some shots that he has been somewhat inconsistent on throughout the season. So I did like that move from Duke. That's frustrating. I do like that move from Duke on the zone. I don't think that's what won them the game. What won them the game was they were able finally to score on Texas Tech consecutively. They eventually just kind of outpaced Texas Tech. And uh, that's why they won. But, boy, I certainly was hoping that they were going to lose, and it looked like for a time that that may happen. But the second I saw that rat, that ref just cracking up at old rat K, I knew, I knew it was bad news for – bad news. Uh, shout out to the CBS cameras for capturing that at least. Because, like, that, that isn't – it's not – what makes Coach K a great coach isn't switching to his own every once in a while. It's knowing how to butt slap the refs and get every single call that you want go your way. And that's what happened. And that was my fear in this game was, oh, gosh, there's going to come – you're going to get that Coach K postseason whistle. And it happened again. Duke, they're a bunch of losers. They're they're the worst. And, Justin, that's, that, that, that's like the one thing keeping me from complete nirvana and happiness is Duke losing a basketball game. And they got they, – they, they held on a little bit longer, and I completely blame the referees. Stupid refs. That's what you get Nick, for falling for Coach K's dumb jokes. Who would you say you like that's left in the NCAA tournament? That list might be shorter. Arkansas. I like Arkansas. <laughs> I, but yes, I'm. I'm. I'm fully. I love being just a hater. Like I just clearly only hating teams, not actually liking anybody, but only hating teams once my team goes down the tournament. So, uh, with a few exceptions here and there, um, somebody I don't know who it was, but somebody sent me. Uh, it was addressed to Rick Nausch. They sent me a peacock shirt. So. I will not be hating on the Peacocks. I'm actually wearing the Peacock shirt right now. So, uh, St. Peter's, do your worst. That's 13 points tonight. I guess we're going to dance with the devil and say, screw it. Let's let's ride. Let's let's have a little fun and put a little coin in the 15 seed. But for the most part, I just, I just love to be a hater once my team goes out. And last night was a good night to be a hater. Suck at Arizona. Suck at Gonzaga. You frauds. They do not play basketball on the other side of the Rocky Mountains. They just don't. They don't even, they don't even play sports. Lakers, punt them, punt them to Australia. Like, that might as well be Canada, you losers. Uh, 
Arizona looked horrible. You got to credit Houston on that to some degree, and also just basically a road game for Arizona, which wasn't going to make things any easier. We'll get to those pair of games. I, I do. Can can the Hogs do it? Every, America's rooting for the Hogs. Man. Can they beat Duke? I'm I think you. I think you need good JD Note, not just average JD Note. Yeah, he's he's going to have to be locked in. I do think Arkansas, at least up front, is the type of team Duke doesn't. They're, they're going to match their physicality. They're going to mm-hmm. be pretty tough with them. That's good. Uh, I'll, I'll you can't have Mark Williams be like one of the best players in the game, and Arkansas is enough to neutralize that. Yeah, I, I think it'll really come down to probably just who plays better between Note and Benchero, and the the better star is probably going to win because the teams really aren't two totally different uh, in makeup and style to some degree. Uh, so I, I, I still just think Duke's going to win just because this is, he's going to get a friendly whistle. Yep. And then now you start looking at like the rest of the bracket and you're like, okay, can anybody in the East beat Duke? Maybe they could. I'm not a hundred percent sure. What about the other, what about the national championship game? Villanova's pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. You're getting, you're getting that nervous. I'm, yeah. Because Gonzaga was one of like that's the one downside of Arkansas winning is you at least felt good about Gonzaga matching up with Duke because they're basically the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Gonzaga is the new Duke once Coach K retires. So getting a little nervous, Arkansas, you could just do us all a favor. And by us, I mean literally the entire country. Just go ahead, take them out. Note, go, go crazy. Williams, get a million charges. Uh, I'm so sick of Duke. I'm so sick of Kay. I'm so sick of their cult following. Oh, I, I do they, like the um, they slap the, the floor too much. It's they're they're the worst. The worst of the worst. The Duke jokes like yesterday you shared the um, the hot dog guy like that's the most perfect meme for the most perfect like Kay. He can't even understand the words that are coming out of his mouth, right? It it was hilarious uh, that Kay saying, "Yeah, there's some unadded, there's added pressure to these guys. Not that we created, but they're, it's stuff that they have to deal with." <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's just do this six hour long ceremony after getting waxed by UNC. But it's not a, it's not us doing this. Uh, and I'll give a speech and tell everybody to shut up. How about that? Mm. I hate Duke. I hate Duke. Uh, ready for them to to get out. That was the only really bad part about last night. Ooh. I think one silver lining, if they go to the Final Four, I get to watch the Final Four with my Duke fan brother-in-law. And normally, I'm a cordial, like, opposing fan. So, like, if I'm watching a Louisville game with a bunch of Louisville fans, I'll be nice. No, I'm going to be, like, screaming in his face, like, against Duke the entire time. And Good. if they do lose, then you know what? Karma be damned, but I'm I'm putting the pressure on him. I'm putting the heat on him. He's not going to be if, – if K makes a Final Four – you better believe that my brother-in-law, who's an obnoxious Duke fan, is not getting off the hook when they play. I'm guessing it'll probably be uh, Purdue. I, I think Purdue is our 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 best hope in the Final Four if Arkansas can't get it done. Yeah, yeah, it can't be UNC. They would uh, they get their oh thing. god yeah that revenge would be so yeah UCLA could beat duke but i would think duke would beat them as a better team would win a would win a series against ucla i agree with you but maybe arkansas will do us a solid you never know on the other side of the bracket the games weren't really as exciting again that arizona one 
Houston was mostly a stinker, but it was kind of fun watching Houston just put the clamps down. And then mm-hmm. several Arizona players just kind of forgot how to play basketball, just like directly threw it to Houston a few times, just like lost the ball while dribbling. Sometimes that'll happen. A little bit of the yips out there in March Madness time. And then Villanova covered for me. Man, what a cover that was. Holy crap. That went well, you, <laughs> Oh, man. And most folks won't care about this, but I do this thing called spread madness where you you just basically assign a team, all 64 teams get assigned, and you're just playing against the spread. So it's like a tournament against the spread, blah, blah, blah. I think I've explained it. Gave KRC a team. They had San Francisco, so unfortunately KRC mm, was the first round exit because they would not cover against Murray State. Um, but anyways, I have Villanova, and it is kind of funny that like I've won this twice. I think my wife has won it once, or maybe it's the other way around. But the the old, my own thing that I run, the the people running it have a success rate of winning pretty well. It can't even be rigged if I wanted to. It's just going against spreads. It's not right. right. But the way we do on a tiebreaker is if it's five point spread, and let's say Villanova won by five. Well, who advances? Uh, we do it last team to score advances because technically they are the ones that force the push. So if not for that last score, it would not have been a push. So we do tie goes to the runner. In this case, tie goes to the scorer. The last team to score wins. So Michigan had a three at the buzzer to make a five-point game, which would have knocked me out of spread madness. Oh, I was pretty nervous for that shot. Did not go in, exhaled, moved on to the next round, which was great. Uh, Villanova-Houston game, that Elite Eight, shaping up to be pretty sweet. I know the tournament games tonight, not nearly as sexy as the ones last night, oh. but if you got, I mean, assuming Purdue wins, well, even if Purdue doesn't win, you'd have the the Cinderella story, which would be fun. Point is, I think we're shaping up to have an, a pretty good elite eight weekend with the exception mm-hmm. of the Midwest, because unfortunately somebody has to win the Iowa state Miami game in advance. And that stinks. Can I just but say Perry, everywhere else going to be good games. Can I just say how glad I am that that Iowa State Miami game is the last one of the night? Yeah. We can we can catch up on some sleep. Nobody wants to watch that, do they? Holy crap! Well, it's one of my other spread madness teams, so sadly I will have to stay mm. up and watch it. But it's going to be committing. That's going to be a rock fight. So, and I, I know Miami's having a nice run, and I'm not an Iowa State believer by any stretch of the imagination, but they are good defensively. I I, I think that Iowa State money line. Or even adding some points to it looks pretty tasty to me. I think they're going. I, I I do want Iowa State. I trust uh, if you want to take out the fourth number one seed. I trust a, a Big Twelve matchup more so than I would trust Miami. Uh, I agree in that with that. game. So um, and, that would be nice. Well, and TJ, it's funny you bring up ucla potentially beating duke i don't think ucla wins tonight i think unc gets it and we already know unc can beat duke well i don't think they would beat duke again i think i don't either but we they can they can oh yeah they could i mean unc if they play how they did the first weekend i mean manic i think is averaging 27 points and he only played what 30 minutes (laughs) not even that in the last game um so would love to see UNC keep up that scoring rate, uh, especially when you've got Jaquez who has two bad ankles. And, you know, as is, is, is much credit as you want to give UCLA for doing what they've done over the last two years, they're a three-man show. And if you lose your most versatile piece in all of that, like I, especially against a really big North Carolina team with Baycott grabbing boards, like I, 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 I do, I do like uh, UNC tonight, but I, 
I think I've got to cheer for Purdue overall to come out of that region and 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 ultimately to take down Duke because I, I I am I do think that at least now TJ like this is the part where everybody's just going to assume like the pressure's really if it wasn't on Duke already everybody assumes Duke is going to go to the Final Four so this would be the most like if you're a Duke fan, this would be the most heartbreaking time to lose, and it would be the most heartwarming. Like I, I would, I would probably cry of tears of joy if Arkansas beat Duke to go to the Final Four. It would make me so happy. Um, I would want Musselman to like dance on midcourt, like like just like hold back the urge to like storm the court with his kids, and then go hug Coach K and say congrats, and then just like take his shirt off at midcourt and like rub his nipples and be like. Yeah. Wouldn't oh. it be much funnier though, him hugging Coach K without his shirt? Oh yeah, yeah. Rash, have you been thinking about Eric Musselman rubbing his nipples a lot lately? <laughs> no, no. Um, that, that just came to me. That's that's the kind of morning I'm having. I'm walking on sunshine, baby. Uh, my friends, I think, would say that you could potentially still be in bonus land. You know what that means? Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> that's that's probably part of it. But like, because it was it was definitely a moment where the like. I woke up two minutes before the alarm went off, and I was like, oh, whew, okay, well, we're doing this. Like, all right, let's just – but I, I couldn't be sad because I well, – some the balls were bouncing my way last night. I'm a freaking pal. God. <laughs> you had the Thursday night of all Thursday nights. Oh, it, it was great. And especially because I did get out once, and I was like, I'm not – lose it like it was the one hand that could beat me and i was like i'm not losing on this i'm fighting back i'm gonna play my cards that i get that like i'm not gonna go chasing cards i'm just gonna play them i kept playing and i hung around and we got winners winners i feel validated i just i just feel validated tj just when, when you feel like you're on going the right direction you, you just want that affirmation and I, I got it last night justin didn't roush say that the wife was saying no thursday night shenanigans this week Right, and then he's doing buybacks. I, I think the lesson here is don't listen to your wife. <laughs> that, that, that's the moral of the story. If Wives wanna, aren't always right. If you want to be successful and have some fun, you got to listen to number one, right? That's what they say. That's what they've always said. Uh, let's like go to a break. Let's go to a break, and then uh, we are we are not going long on the text line. We are not not finishing. That's double negative. We are finishing the text line, so we're going to start it when we get back. Everybody, all right with that? Wow, yeah. this is big. Yeah, upset of yeah. the year. Bigger upset than Gonzaga <laughs> going down. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X. Second Mark for you, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Dalen. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. The song Tell Me Lies. Well, here's a lie. Thornton's doesn't have a great breakfast. Boom. 
folks there's Major no better life. way to start your friday than just treat yourself you'll feel like you won a couple hundred bucks on thursday night if you just walk in at thorns grab yourself a nice hot coffee maybe a wide willy maybe a uh are you, you gonna go with the croissant today justin or you're gonna mix it up uh, I'm actually having breakfast with my mom, so I'm not doing the Thornton's thing today. But I've done it every other day this week, and I've that is really nice of you and your mom to go to Thornton's for breakfast. That is sweet. <laughs> I should take her you to Thornton's. She would, she would love it. You can introduce her to the person that yells roll call sometimes, and the other yeah, person that knows there. Haven't seen him in a while. I'm getting worried. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went to the Thornton's betting center yesterday. Always great hospitality at the Thornton's betting center. I love it. Oh, they don't judge you. Way to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thornton's is the best. Stop by for your breakfast on your way into the office today. Uh, what's have, um, hey, hey, oh. have you seen if they have those skill games at Thornton's? Have you seen any in there? I have not seen them inside. Um, I have, the ones I have not either. No, and I and I I'm not saying I go inside of Thornton's every day. I'm not scoots or anything like that. But and there's nothing wrong with that. But I probably do go in once a week just to like either get a Powerade or whatever it may be. I uh, have not seen those machines, Roush. Mm, gotcha. The ones that I've been in throughout town. We'd love to see your text though on the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Send a text on in. We'll read it. Uh, found out during the break we're gonna have Bobby Regan on today which is always great I would love to chat with him see what he's got to say about college basketball and everything else going on in the wild world of sports yeah especially in 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 the midst of the madness do we like Frank Martin to UMass just side note here as it's becoming official this morning um to UMass I, I, it feels... can anybody help UMass Feels kind of square, like I don't know. I just expect like some hotshot young New Yorker to be there, just because I, I always think of those small schools as your Patino or Calipari starter jobs. I don't think of them as the like retread who's on his way out towards retirement job. Which I, I like some of these guys. I just want them to do like Tom Crean, Frank Martin. Just go do media. Like you're not, you're done. You're, you're, you're the time. Like you're, you're you're not going to have any sort of significant success anymore. Just go be on TV. You're good at it. I like hearing Frank Martin give me some 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 old school basketball stories. Like he, he's a good storyteller. Just just do media. You don't you don't need to go coach UMass. You're going to be terrible, and you're going to be out of there after like four or five years of cash and checks. I I would love to know what role John Calipari played in this hire. He loves Frank Martin. He loves UMass. UMass loves him. I, I would almost wonder if he was just the puppet master on making this this hire happen. Uh, this, you know, uh, Frank Martin, it's not like South Carolina has a rich basketball tradition. It's not like he did worse than what South Carolina basketball was used to. He took them to their first Final Four, and it will be their only Final Four, most likely. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's an all right coach. I, I don't know. You have a job like UMass, pretty tough place to win at, um, even tougher in the nil era now to – be able to get players to go there and whatnot so yeah it'd be a tough i don't think it's gonna we'll see him in second weekends of the NCAA tournament or anything at umass but if you're umass you got a final four head coach in there it's got to be a pretty good hire for you i would imagine so best of luck to frank martin best we'll see of luck back. yeah uh one thing i'll really like about umass is um they are one of the few you, you see this a lot in high school but you rarely see in the co collegiate ranks where they have 
a mask, a different mascot for the men's and women's sports. So they're the minute men and minute women. And I just, this was the first time that ever dawned on me when, and I, I didn't know it until I saw their, their women's basketball team in the NCAA tournament this year. And they're like, she leads the minute women and like minute women is such a great, hilarious nickname. Cause it's like, when you really think about that nickname, it's, we're just, what are we, uh, colonial soldiers? Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, well, I'm not sure if there's a lot of biologists up there at UMass or not, but sounds good to me. Let's get to this Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. we got Trevor texting in today. He oh, is, he, Trevor, Trevor, feel free to just call in, buddy. He says he's just uh, – he's. I, I know he had to travel. You think he's out on the road. But ah, for the big guy to be say, What the hell is he doing awake? Yeah, no, it's pretty wild. <laughs> you know, it's also pretty wild is we have three more weeks of Lent. Yeah, it was a late starter this year. We're only like halfway through. Yeah. I know. I'm ready for some some fried food. I'll tell you that much. Mm. Man. Like some fried fish today. Mm. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to keep it healthy and probably just get a nice greasy cheese pizza. (laughs) You know, because I'm not eating fried food, so I'm keeping it healthy. It's all all good. Absolutely. Um, Three more weeks of Lent. Yeah. And also, everybody be on your toes. Next week is April Fool's Day. So, just watch out. Keep your head on the swivel. Have you all ever done anything funny on the website for April Fool's? Uh, we usually get... Um, there's usually a like, hey, um, I don't need to say it, but no April Fool's jokes. <laughs> that's, usually, that's usually our instructions. Oh, well, that's, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, you can always have some fun with that. Trick people. Always a really good time. Uh, text on in 50241. Oh, yeah, Justin, what's up? I'll, I'll save it for April Fool's Day. But I have, a good, I have a good April Fool's Day joke pertaining to IU Girl. Oh, I thought you were going to tell a story about stealing another man's wife or something like that. And then you were nope. like, April Fool's, then you can have her back. Nope. Nope. Okay. So, okay. yeah, fr- next Friday I'll tell that. A uh, texter says, TJ, go try a burger at Culver's or Freddy's. If you don't like a good old smash burger, fast food or not, I can't mess with you. Oh, I'm sure those would be amazing. Obviously, I'm just not going to have it, though. It's fast food. Culver's is not fast love, food, and it's awesome. I do love smash-style burgers, though, like smash burger, for example. Yeah, I don't know if I would consider – Culver's is like Steak and Shake, where it's right on that borderline. Of yeah. like fast food, agree. Not. Uh, but not draft food. Fast food. Sorry, sorry. I don't make. I don't make. So, are you taking shake fast food for you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Applebee's. Okay. Applebee's has drive throughs now. You think that's fast food? Applebee's have drive throughs. Well, then I wouldn't yeah, get a burger through the Applebee's drive through. Yeah, I'm they're they're starting. They're rolling out drive throughs on all their restaurants. That's not. I don't think that's a good move for Applebee's. I think well, that's going just, the wrong. way. They Applebee's just wants to they they want to almost be like the Cheesecake Factory where they just have they do a little bit of everything and when that happens you're I, I guess you never really were worried too much about quality with Applebee's to begin with so you know have at it but when you when you're trying to do a little bit of everything I always worry about having anything good in that respect. A texter says it's funny how I had no idea they were doing that though, Justin. Thanks I, for the heads up. It's funny how quick yeah. people t- turn from this group is really fun to Cal sucks and can't run an offense. It is funny how quick people turn. 
I have no idea where you are on this text line. Oh, we are. We, we didn't finish from yesterday, oh pal. Oh gosh, yeah, we're way up here. Who? Mm-hmm. And you know what we say? People we are going to take every text. Time. People are going to take the time to text into our little radio program. The least we can do is just read it, right? Program, yes. Yeah, you got our radio program. Uh, not a chance in hell any texter said that, Roush. Don't lie to us and ruin the integrity of the text line. Well, one thing this radio show doesn't do, too, and we're also very proud of this, is we do not make up texts. No, no. The yeah, that was, that was text. text. The, 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 the next text, TJ, you are the absolute greatest. I <laughs> saw you the other day at Salsaritas. Looks like you've been working out, mostly arms and back. And was that a cheesy uh, chicken burrito you had? It looked really good. You're the best. Thanks for taking this text. Wow. Okay, that was one texter. Yeah, that was me. Um, uh, you know what TJ isn't fried is like a, a shrimp from Salsaritas. That's not fried. You can it's, go there today for lunch. It's not fried and it's delicious and it's fresh. And uh, I was going to wait till hour two to do the Salsaritas ad just because I don't want to get too hungry this early on. But, but here we yeah, are. Got yeah. Two locations in Louisville. If you can't eat meat on Friday, Salsaritas got you taken care of with their shrimp or you can just get a cheese quesadilla or you can go meatless that they, they always have those options as well at salsaritas they're two locations they do have a drive-through in middletown so they don't serve burgers though but they do serve just delicious mexican food wildly addictive chips hot spicy salsa and runny cheesy queso that is seems like it just always stays hot i'm not sure how they have that technology but it just never really seems to to simmer down and i love that about salsaritas i'm not even a huge queso guy but there's is there's this top notch. Check them out today. Download the app. It'll save you some time. It'll save you some money. And uh, you may as well get some extra for the weekend because you're going to be just laying around watching college basketball anyways. So load up on chips. They run out before you know it. The texter says, lies. That was not her only bad race. No way I'm going with her. Stop. <laughs> oh, another texter says, this call should have been a text. Um, Wow. Shots fired to John? Yeah. Giovanni to the Hague. Hog. But did we ever figure out how to pronounce that word? Uh, yes. Woo pig suey, the hog. Okay, gotcha. This phone call is not gold standard. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it. Oh. it it, it did. Uh, I, I felt like John was a good example of the Big Blue Nation right now, where you're just Great. so mad, but like, like you just keep going back and forth with your anger, but also like, damn it, but I do love Cal Perry and he is really good, but I'm so mad and I we gotta have conversations and oh, but this Cal though, and can we do better than Cal? Like, it, I, I did appreciate John illustrating that for us. I, I think it was, and I hope it was therapeutic for him to vent and. I agree with you. I do think it was kind of ju- just the frustrated fan kind of summed up in a in a in a five minute phone call. Texter says, "Oh, this is Kirby. Hey, Kirby, guys, we are we as a fan base are in shambles. People are panicking. Message boards are going nuts for Bellarmine and Belmont players, and we got people calling in, pitching Mark Pope instead of Cal. This is the Twilight Zone." <laughs> And I'm not saying this about John. I'm not. I, I, I would if I if I were specifically saying this about John. But 
I think part of my pushback, Roush, from over the last week, and I do feel like I, you know, we we all took the weekend, but like starting on Monday, I think part of the pushback was it's just the same people that moan and groan about every freaking thing. Every freaking thing. The schedule, it's not good for the, the jerseys. The it, it, it's just the same. It's just like, where do you find your enjoyment in any of this? So just shut up because now you're starting to kind of infringe on the sane people's fandom where if you go messing around and you're too loud and Cal gets mad and leaves or Mitch does something that I don't think he would do, like then you're, you're starting to kind of like if you want to whine about the schedule and consistently whine about jerseys or whatever it may be, feel free. But when you're actually starting to potentially kind of affect it or maybe hurt the program, then just shut up. Just move on. Find some joy in something else because it's the same people that just whine and whine and whine. And then it's the first loss. Oh, doom and gloom. It gets, will, it gets old. It gets old. I will say the uh, more that time has passed, I think the more I've realized just that the loud minority is still a loud minority. It's just louder than normal. And yeah. there's less people disagreeing, you know, like, like yeah, I think, everybody's I mean, just upset. Exactly. I agree with that. Uh, Texter says, who is this idiot talking about Mark Pope? LOL. Hey, we don't talk about John that way, but it was yeah, John. we only talk about Justin that way, which yeah, T- TJ, we were, we got to put the dingus on notice. What? What? I do oh now? yeah. We, we, yeah, we actually do. Unfortunately. Yeah. Dingus. You, you, you've been dodging a controversial topic scoots for quite some time and You've done a good job of it. You've been laying yeah. low. And frankly, I just, I, I knew this day would come, but I, I question your integrity and I question all of your happiness from this last year because I think it's coming to an end. Because Dane Fife? Because of Dane Fife. Three head coaches, no more. You're down to two, buddy. The triumphant is no more. Goodbye. Three head coach, hang the batter. Three head coaches, one NCAA tournament. That that's 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 your you've reached the pinnacle. It's all downhill from here, Scoots. You know, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it might be a blessing. I don't. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I was when I saw the news. I'll be honest with you guys. I was really really ticked. Um, I like Dane Five <gasps> a lot. I think I said when he was hired. I think he's our coach in waiting. Um, <laughs> so the move was extremely shocking. The coach in waiting for a first year head coach. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't even make it through. Didn't even make it through a year. Crazy. Oh, Justin, you're just the best. Uh, I actually did see IU fans pretty like not happy with this news, where some were actually kind of maybe signing with Fife instead of Woodson. Um, was there a divide? What's the scuttlebutt here, JK47? <sighs> so apparently Fife had made a lot of comments throughout the year that just rubbed people the wrong way. Um, regarding Neil, he wasn't a fan of Neil. Apparently he's big into like political stuff, and he was always talking to players about that. Um, oh. that's just, that's a, some of the scuttlebutt. What? Uh, hold the yeah. phone here, buddy. No. Uh, coach got Love fired because he's being too political. Wow. Not, not, I mean, that was, that was just one of the things that I heard. I mean, there was, there were several things throughout the year that I guess Woodson and Fife bumped heads about. Um, so I, I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, as in, as an Indiana fan, I have to trust Mike Woodson, trust the process that he knows what he's doing, although he's never been a head coach. So I am a little worried. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's crappy. No doubt about it. I, I'm not a fan of it, but oh, well, Dan Fife will go get a head coach job somewhere. Probably ball state or Evansville. 
I know nothing about Dan Fife. Don't know anything about him at all. Don't know his politics. Roush was, I wonder if he was just going around to the players talking about COVID. That would be my guess. Um, I, I'm sure it was just one of those things like, hey, um, you're not the head coach. Like, maybe, maybe he, he stepped, uh, outstepped his boundaries a little bit too much. Like, hey, you're, you're just the assistant. Why are you ruffling feathers? Yeah, it. Uh, I, what a wild story. I, I was wondering why, because after one year, and it wasn't like a failure of a season for IU. I, I don't. IU standards should be pretty darn low, so I don't know if it met standards or not, but it probably should have. But it wasn't like it was this nightmare season for the Hoosiers. So the fact that they went in a different direction, things must have not been too swell in Bloomington with old Dan Fife. Wonder if he can get his job back at Michigan State. You think? Um, I think he's. I, I think know. he's going to be a head coach. Oh, maybe he I can do, go I to Murray I, State. I think he'll get hired. As, uh, maybe not Murray State, but I, I don't know. I said Ball State or Evansville, so Murray State, Ball State, Evansville, all pretty much the same. Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't really. Wow, seem shots like fired at Murray State. It doesn't seem like a fit for Murray State. Old crabby dude. I don't know. That, that seems like a young young man's game. He's not crabby. Well, he's, game game five is forty. He's only he's a hesitant man. to change. He's yeah, a man. He he's forty. Two thousand two. Yeah. Oh, geez, I thought he was fifty. Remember, yeah, no, he was on our final fourteen. Yeah, that Tom Coverdale well, and well, what that's supposed to make me think that he's young. <laughs> I was, I thought you were going to go with. I don't remember <laughs> that. When was that? <laughs> that that was a good that was a good joke though because it's been so long, TJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I don't tell bad jokes, so obviously it was a good one. Um, he, I mean, he looks old. It looks no, old. He doesn't. He does. No, he does not. Google a picture of Dane Fife right now. That man does he, not look old. You think what do you think old, I just you... did? He, he doesn't look like he's 40. He certainly looks older than 40. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He does. Man. Yeah. That, thank you. Bro. I, now I got to do it. Okay. I I, do it. I'll reinforce. He also does like. Um, it's not like John Wooden or anything, but he, he doesn't look 40. Yeah, man. Dane Fife. He does scream he just like I coach basketball in Indiana. Like he, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> if any, if anything, this he, man looks younger than forty. Justin. Oh, Justin, you're just copping for your head coaching weight. Yeah. No. If you got, if you if you got a this is this is on. this is nothing about Indiana right now. This is just about humans, and this this human does not look forty. Yeah, he looks 50 or 60. The, if the oh, first God. Google image result, well, he looks like 53. Now, yes, not every picture looks as bad, but the first Google image one is from this year, from Indiana, and he, he looks very old. Thank That's you. That's what Roush. Indiana does, guys. It ages you. Oh, well, we, we know a thing or two about that as well. Uh, let's get back to this. Texter says, Cal is the only coach who gets criticized for producing all-star level NBA players. Uh, I, thank you. It's uh, just... For, it's crazy. We're li we really are. That texture is right. We're living in a twilight zone where Calipari can take four stars, turn them into lottery picks, and he's not getting enough out of his guys. Uh, NBA, anybody buying that NBA scouts are doing this Kentucky curve of like, well, we may draft them higher because we actually think they're going to be better than what they showed at UK. <laughs> Breaking news, older basketball player gets better as they age and get more experience. Wait, people get better when they – they do. Shockingly, people don't always peak at 18, just you in high school, pal. 
Man. That's a pot shot. That's a pot shot. And you can't pot get shot. mad at it because we love pot shots. Nah. Another texture says hashtag fools of gold. <laughs> Was John slyly giving <laughs> slyly? Is that a word? Slyly giving a shout out. I guess it is. Shout out to Frank when he said, TJ. <laughs> oh, Frank. Frank thinks we're sunshine pumpers. He's delusional. He's that a was a hilarious gif he had. It was, it was a great gif. Coming out of a gif. Or sunshine's coming out of a pump. A water Yeah, pump. that was pretty good. <laughs> we had to give him some credit on that one. Mark Pope, oh, but he did like the Matt Sack interview, so. Yeah, I don't know. Back in our good places. Mark Pope, what a ducking idiot. <laughs> Let's be nonchalant. We don't need to use mean words. That's what Goober. Goober, oh, much wow. more. People, people are really coming after John's integrity on the Thornton Stacks line. I need to I shower after that John call because that was just poop takes from all angles. <laughs> some of you all are funny with some phrases. <laughs> oh, man. That John call reminds me why I drink bourbon after work. <laughs> <laughs> Why I drink bourbon during work. Hey, oh, that's true. I've been with you in the press box at UK games. That's absolutely <laughs> accurate. You haven't been with me in the press box at UK games. I mean, I have at some point, probably not. You didn't know it. We didn't, we didn't, we weren't friends, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't friends with each other. Yeah, we, we did. We, we hated each other. We were enemies at the time, but sure. No, Roush actually didn't like me, and it all comes back to a girl. How embarrassing. Does it or it, I think I think it's more to that. I think it's because your takes were bad. No, we know exactly 2013 down in Nashville. Single TJ, single Roush. Ah, survival how, of the fittest. How do how did it work out for you? Oh, I mean, it worked out okay for me. I, I did fine for myself. I did well for myself. Just you know. UK lost to Vandy. It wasn't a it, the, from it wasn't a, a memorable trip. trip. From a basketball standpoint, not a memorable trip. Although I didn't know any of this about Roush. So, like, Roush was cutting out pictures of me and taking the eyes out and putting devil horns yeah. on my head. I don't know. Uh -huh. always was just like, hey, that goofy kid with no ears, he seems nice enough. I had a voodoo doll that I was sticking <laughs> pins in. Uh, and then that's what broke my foot at Topgolf, weirdly. <laughs> DJ can never go back to Nashville. Have you ever eaten bagel bites and not burn the roof of your mouth? No, that's why you don't eat bagel bites. You just if you're gonna do any of that junk, just pizza rolls. Um, no, I mean you're always going to, but bagel bites are still good, so they're worth it. You can burn your mouth on pizza rolls if you take the you you take a bite and it's too hot inside and it squirts out all you, yeah, over. Usually, it gets like the side of your mouth at least, and you can kind of delay the mm -hmm. the burn a little. The problem with bagel bites is there is like a you have to like rip like tear and rip the bagel in half like you're uh a, a wild animal just ripping the meat off a bone you know what i mean oh you can put a you can plop it all in one one mouthful but there's not like a you, there. you can't just eat two bites cleanly and take like you yeah, have to do some sort of ripping and tearing justin am i going crazy here you're supposed to just eat a bagel bite I, whole you put the whole thing in your mouth so i I'm oh really confused with Roush because I, yeah, no, you can eat them whole. Absolutely. No question. But I've never had an issue with biting a bagel bite in half with the toppings for the other half still staying on that half and then plopping See, I, that half in my mouth. Like, I don't, I don't understand. We what's need the, a what's the issue? 
got to get some awards for the radio that we're doing today. But I actually do have to agree with Roush. If you wanted to simply bite a bagel bite in half, all the toppings are coming with you at a minimum. At a I minimum. Mean, if, you're, yeah. if, if you're cooking them in the microwave and they're chewy and rubbery, but if you're cooking them the right way in the oven, they, they're crispy and they bite right in half. You all are crazy. Uh, uh, nah, nah. Microwave bagel bites are worthless, and we've all been in that oh, bind before, God. whether in college or even as adults, afraid to admit. But they're they they are not good in the microwave. No, I just I I, I just prefer I steer clear I, the the new revel not not revelation because I used to have them and enjoyed them a lot when I was a kid. But um, egg rolls, egg rolls in the air fryer, the mm. frozen egg rolls, those things are awesome. Mm. Well, well, we'll end our one on that mustard. note. Oh, gonna, yes, yes. Or honey mustard. Sweet. Either way, you can't go wrong. Mustard and egg rolls. Uh, we're going to get back on track with Bobby. But to be fair, I mean, we are just going through the text line. So really, it's on you all. This is not this bad radio. Oh, yeah. We're, we're having fun on this this Friday. <laughs> it's on you all. KRC. Um, TJ, who has a better beard, you or your brother? Um, wow. Me. We need to go to a break. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> TJ said, let's go to break. Ralph says, let's read another text. No, I just, I really wanted to get TJ bothered because John, his, Johnny's his, coming for him. His does, I would say, like, probably grows more fully, per se, but I just look significantly better. You can't, like, you know, I love my brother, but if you're 5'6 and you're rocking, like, a, a, a real, you know, big beer, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't or, do it. Oh, is it like buying the big truck? It's, yeah, Johnny's it's a little, truck? A little yep. like buying the big truck. A little and he, he also over, he probably lines it up and like meticulously grooms it too. So there's definitely some like mm -hmm. a little too much about that beard, Johnny. Yeah, and I've got like just like the manly wild man beard, and he's got like the I'm trying too hard beard, you know? Oh wow. Yeah. Johnny yeah. try hard. All right. Hour one done. Hour two. Bobby Regan from Barstool Sports joining us. We'll get to more text as well. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here. Oh. So we will be back. Oh, after this. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We're having some fun. It's technically kind of like summer radio, which is sad to admit, but it's the reality that we find ourselves in. Justin, it's a real bummer the weather is going to stink this weekend because I was looking to maybe use the big exports radio golf cart. Oh, that's hilarious because I don't necessarily have mine yet, but I would use it today and I'm going to go golf today, probably at one of the five courses on that golf card. You, of course, you can get them under $25 a round. You've got Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana, Old Capitol. Elk Run, Valley View, and Cherry Run. Oh my gosh, 
to chariot run good grief how do i forget chariot run of course don't forget yeah. chariot run if you get the big x golf cart do not forget chariot run i made that mistake last year regretting it ever regretted it ever since but that golf card great value i've had one for two three years now it's 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 nothing better than whipping it out and paying for free justin really does talk about that regret for i uh, i almost daily ralph you'd say yeah yeah at it's least sickening. it's sickening yeah you don't want you don't you don't personally want to live with that regret. So go to bigexportsradio.com. Information there to get your golf cart today. Limited supply. And there's uh an unofficial contest between us and the U of L show in the afternoon of who is gonna push more golf cards. So oh. you you can't let U of L win, folks. No, gobble, gobble up those golf cards. Yep. And you um, can give them out a gift their only win? would be their only win this year. Let's go. Um, can I can I uh, update our? Um, you, we only get one season to complain about. I'm not wanting to update that, but I do. I think I have a new least favorite weather. It was for a long time cold rain. I think wind. Wind is my new least favorite weather. Just a lot of wind makes everything worse. I'll agree on so that. You'd rather have cold rain than wind. Just lots of wind. Don't like it. it no, just, it's winds all right. It just makes everything more, at least if it's raining, like I know I'm not going to take my kid outside. If it's windy, like it doesn't look that bad. And then it's just miserable for both of us. Uh, well, okay. Well, I'll update the, we'll update the weather rankings accordingly. Suck it wind. We've, we've got Bobby Regan on from Barstool Sports. Bobby, it's kind of been this kind of show today where we've just talked about the dumbest things. How are you? I mean, what, what's the matter? It's the worst month ever. Like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> We've talked bagel bites today. We've talked the wind. Uh, we did start off talking a little college basketball, but we ran out of gas there yeah. early on. Bobby, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to close your eyes and imagine cheering for a team that can't win a national championship. Just just imagine it, because I, I can't. I tried. I can't. Um, but that's what Gonzaga fans have to do. Losers. Yeah, I mean, I disagree with that. Like, I, I am a Gonzaga fan. I like Gonzaga. But, like, they've made two title games in the last five years. They're literally one terrible call away from beating North Carolina and this whole narrative being out the window. The same thing that, like, Villanova had. It's just they missed their best chance. You, you got to admit, though, he's been there 20, 23 years, no national championship, only two Final Fours. That, Hot seat. I think Gonzaga could be a fraud, Bobby. Now, now, I will say I'm curious to see what happens with them without Tommy Lloyd because Tommy Lloyd was huge to what they what they built. But Tommy Lloyd won know, those like, games. Yeah, yeah. It's like Wojo won the games for Duke. <laughs> um, I mean, I am curious to see like what happens with them. And it's like – I'm so sick of having, like, and I'm not talking selling you guys just in general because I have to live my life online. One week exactly apart, I had to hear the same lazy, dumb words I'm not allowed to say on air or else you guys will get kicked off takes about Kentucky and then about Gonzaga that are just regurgitated every single March. And, like, I think I might just be a 100% soccer guy. I'm just going to watch nothing but soccer during March and just pretend that's all I'm going to do. Well, what do we what do we think about the draw last night against Mexico? I think anytime on the road against Mexico, a point is solid. 
but three would have locked us into the World Cup, Bobby. Uh, it would have been like, yeah, it would have been like 99% if we, we got three. But, I mean, it's a point. Like, in a vacuum, we, we would have been – actually, now I may as well because you are right. They would have been locked into at least that fourth place play yeah, game, right, 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 but they right, would have just yeah. needed one point one point in their final two to officially lock in the top three. So, just to clarify, right. you are right. I apologize. Go ahead. Um, and I have to say that because what happened in 2018. Like, <laughs> I have to say it now that way. Um, Seriously. Seriously. But in a vacuum, one point's great. Like, but U.S. is better than Mexico. And if Pulisic, people, like, we had so many opportunities to score. Now, at the same time, it's also hilarious after trying to, like, argue about Gonzaga and the WCC online for a night that now I have to argue all day that a tie is actually good. Like, yeah, sports are so dumb. I don't know why we committed our lives to this. I totally agree. I just think of people that like don't care about sports and just how they probably live very happy lives, stress free. Like right. you can't get worked up if like your if your hobby is going to see a play or going to the theater. You know, bird watching. You know, bird watching. Nobody can get too triggered with that. You can't lose to a, a fifteen seed bird watching. Yeah, you just tune into major events and you're like, oh, that's that looks fun. I'm gonna enjoy this for an hour. Then I'm gonna go about my day. <laughs> It must be nice. It's impossible. Um, yeah, I do think there's probably Bobby a little bit of the game, the match last night that you're we don't we don't get mad about a draw at Mexico. But goodness gracious, can we just not score? Like I feel like one of us three could have buried several of those last yeah, night. Yeah, let alone that's, some that's, of the best soccer players in the world. Yeah, that's what, well. That's why, like I said, like in a vacuum, a point's great. But when like watching it, you're like, how do we not win that? Um, I'm just glad, like, we're, we are better than Mexico. Like, they, you can't even debate that anymore. Like, if you're a soccer fan, you watch that game, and you've watched what the U.S. did all year. We are a better – we're in a better position than Mexico right now. So, I'll always take that win. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's – again, like, why are we – like, why why, why do we care about sports? I'm, I'm fully ready to get my heart ripped out this weekend. Duke's going to win the Final Four. They're probably going to play St. Peter's in the Final Four and then, or to go to the Final Four. And then the U.S. is going to get their heart ripped out at home on Sunday. So, why, why are they playing that match in Orlando? Sorry to interrupt you, Roush, but that's okay. so okay. so dumb to me. Go somewhere cold, beat Panama, get your three points, and then just everybody can relax. I think it's just because they had to have a, they, they didn't have a floor to stop in the rotation yet. So they threw that there thinking that everything would be kind of locked up. But, I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, for, for me, just play every single match in Cincinnati, Columbus, like Kansas City, and Minnesota. Agreed. I always have a home. It's It probably will be like 60-40 in Orlando with Panama fans and, and United States fans. Right. And that's such a huge right. You got it. You just got it. You got to win that one. Because um, I don't, I don't want to have to go to Costa Rica needing nope. a result. That's With Costa Rica needing a win to get in. Yeah, yeah. It it seems it seems like it's Sunday night or maybe bust. I I just at least hope like worst case you'll get that fourth place match and you know you'll go to that playoff. But we didn't get that opportunity the last go around. If we miss another World Cup, I think I'd have to be done with U.S. soccer. I mean, I know I really would wouldn't be, be, but I think I'd at least have to tell myself that. It would be so frustrating. I can't go another World Cup without parties. I don't care if it's in Qatar. I don't care if it's like the the first. Uh, round of group stages like during feast week i need to be awake at 3 a.m like at a bar watching u.s soccer 
with, and that's with, with, other, like, like, with, with hundreds of other people where you everything's put aside. World yeah. Cup USA watching is just some of the like friendliest, happiest times. I mean, until we lose, undoubtedly. But like everybody, nobody cares about politics. Nobody cares about your college or pro fandom. Everybody's just there rooting on United States, and we all just kind of like optimistically dumb, like we're going to do something good. We end up usually flaming out you know in the round the round of 16 most of the time but but it's but, we can't we can't not have that totally agree with you yeah that's and uh, that's what I say like this is the world cup is peak like the people like we talked about earlier the, the, the joy people have who don't get invested in sports like it's that's what world cup really brings out are the people that like oh wait we get to cheer for the US in a bar full of people where everyone for the first time ever is on the same side of something like Sign me up for that, and that's what that's what. Like I remember still where I was when like 2010 World Cup when we you know played England or or you know all the other like the the Algeria game. Like it's that's what I miss. That's what I want because we got left out in 2018, and it's it's the only time that an entire bar will be cheering. You could go to a Kentucky bar in Lexington, and there's probably still one person there that's not a Kentucky fan. You don't get that in the U.S. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, talking yeah. with Bobby Regan from Barstool Sports, and I think in similar fashion, the entire world is going to be cheering for Coach K to lose a basketball game this weekend. I I, I made it at this point earlier in hour number one, but I do think that Duke fans actually have bought in into them going to the – like the, this would be the ultimate heartbreaking loss if they – do make the Elite Eight and fall to Arkansas just when they think they've got an easy path to get to avoid Gonzaga. Do you, do you think that Arkansas is a, a good or bad matchup? Is it possible that that the must-bus uh, can woo Pig Suey into the Final Four and end Coach K's career? I mean, I think they can Like, Must is a really good coach. He showed that. He outcoached few last night. Like, that's just a fact. What he did defensively, like, he outcoached few. Um, now he could easily outcoach K, but at the same time, like JD Note could go two for thirty-five from the field, and nobody would bat an eye. Um, like Duke's just going to run that two-three zone, which is somehow working because college teams somehow forget to play against the two-three zone, which we saw Texas Tech do last night. Yeah, I expect that to happen. And Arkansas is going to hit some shots now. I also don't like it. It'll be interesting to see how they match up because. You have Jalen Williams who can match up against. I think he's actually a decent matchup against Powell, but like Arkansas really didn't have somebody to go against Mark Williams. And that's where Duke had that advantage. And then all of a sudden, Jeremy Roach turns into the best point guard of all time. So, you know, I think I can give him a, a fight. It's just a matter of like it's one of those games. I feel like we'll know in five minutes if it's if it's going to be a game or not. Like the first five minutes, we'll know if it's over. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, but I could also see Note either starting hot, starting cold, and picking it up or fading fast. He's a player that it doesn't doesn't really seem to matter if he starts cold or starts hot. Nothing's off the table for him during the duration no. of a forty minute game. I will say he is kind of like the the ideal to like NCAA tournament legend, right? Like when you think about guys that have had runs to like a Final Four or to a title. Aren't they kind of like in the JD, JD Note frame where, um, you know, like mm-hmm. smaller side, like smaller guard or average size guard can get hot, doesn't really have a conscious when it comes to shooting, 
also kind of a sick name. Like JD Note is kind of an awesome name. Like you, you, as much as we, yep. they cost us like Kemba and Shabazz, like that word Jimmer. Like he, he kind of has the name that fits. So I'm just buying into that theory because what else do I have to lose? Well, and you also have the the the, the factor here where Duke gets a taste of their own medicine. Jalen Williams can just yeah. take 17 charges and their their brains will explode. They'll try slapping the floor and like the floor will slap back. You know, like it. it I, I I do think that you could get. Um, Coach K could get a taste of his own medicine. It's at least what I'm telling myself because that's like my life. Like I'm just being a hater from here on out, and uh, they're my they're my my white whale. And by God, I cannot we cannot let Coach K win another freaking title. No, and it's like like this Duke team's not that good. Like they can't defend, and now all of a sudden they they can defend. And I don't know, man. Like. They should have lost. They should have lost at some point. I, I just, I can't. And the bracket, you're right. Like the bracket, bracket broke perfectly for him. Although I will say, is, um, it did. Is, is Purdue the is oh. Purdue the the best team like that they could face left though? I mean, I guess barring yeah. like maybe Kansas in the final or something. But it feels like Purdue is the like okay. You if if all Purdue, you are our last hope. Damn it! Don't blow this. Yeah, I think so, because Purdue can score with them. Um, and then they have, you know, 700 seven-footers that they can just throw out there on on Mark Williams and, and Paolo. Um, plus, Jaden Ivey is just – Jaden Ivey is like the definition of cool, right? Like, you, you like watch him play, I'm like, that guy's cool. Um, and he's just really good. So, I think that they could be a problem, but, like, Purdue might just lose the St. Peter's suit because that's what Purdue does. They really do. That's Matt Painter in March. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Regan, Barstool Sports. Want to ask you one? I want to ask you just a stereotypical. I'm going to play radio host and ask you a radio oh, question yeah. here, and and then we'll we'll get you out. Uh, always appreciate your time. Make sure you are following Bobby on Twitter if you're not already. It is Barstool Regs on Twitter. Um, great stuff all around. All right, so. There's been obviously a lot of negativity around Kentucky basketball and mostly centered around John Calipari. Tell me one thing in the last week that you've heard some criticism about Cal that is totally fair and legitimate. And then one thing that you just find to be absolutely hilariously stupid. So I think fair is he needs to kind of uh, keep adapting his tendencies, right? Like whether it's, adding more versatile guards, wings, you know, uh, modernize the offense a little bit more um, where it's not just Kellen Grady shooting the ball or, like, as a, a supposed, like, knockdown shooter. That's all fair um, because it's – the game's, like, ever-changing. you got to stay with it. And we have seen Cal kind of be stuck in his ways for a period at that time and, until, like, disaster hits and he resets and then, then it works. Now, what I think is dumb is people being like, he, I think the dumbest thing is saying he doesn't care about winning. That's to me like the most unfair criticism. Like, you think Calipari's happy about losing? Like, no, of course he wants to win. Like, he's a coach. He's an egomaniac, like every other good coach. The guy, like you, you think he loses and like ah shucks. Well, I'm gonna have an NBA draft pick. I won't hear anything bad. No, like he's he wants guys going to the pros. He also wants to win. Like that that matters to him because he's a coach. He's an egomaniac. And I mean that as a compliment. Like you, you have to be an egomaniac to be a good coach. 
Um, I think that's the dumbest thing I hear. If you don't think he's top – sorry, Bobby, go ahead. I was just the dumbest thing I hear is hearing is people saying, like, Cal Perry doesn't care about winning or, like, that's not what he wants his legacy to be. Yeah, it's 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 idiotic. I've heard it as well. Any any coach in Division One basketball cares about their legacy and cares about winning uh, more than most fans do sitting at home because uh, their livelihood depends on it. John Calipari financially is going to be just fine, but yeah, that is that's just a nutty take to think that he's somebody that's not. Uber the man's chasing an undefeated he season. Is. Like yeah, he's he's chasing an undefeated season. Like what are we doing here? Of course he's course like he wants to win and you know i think a lot of things where he's like oh like he or like you know the whole the part like the, it's the loud minority of the fan base typically you know that is that says stuff like that but it's like you know oh he you know he's he's run his course at kentucky you know they can do that it's like well okay what realistically better option is out there to hire than john calipari at kentucky like right this second john calipari gets fired today who's realistically a better option tomorrow we had a texter say, uh, bring in Scott Drew. He, he would be better. Yesterday he made a case why he would be able to get George in. It would be a backcourt that UK hasn't seen in a while. He, he was convinced that, that Drew would be a better coach at Kentucky for the future than John Calipari. I mean, no, like that's not a guarantee. A year ago, nobody says Scott Drew, but he wins one title. Like, you know. And, and listen, I think Scott Drew had the greatest rebuilding job in the history of sports, what he did at Baylor, with, with or without the title. The greatest rebuilding job in the history of sports. But also, like, he caught lightning in the bottle, you know, had, a, had the perfect team, won a title. He lost, in the, he lost in the first weekend this year. Like, how upset yeah. would Kentucky fans be if they were once he'd lose to an eight seed with, you know, a year after a title? And they probably shouldn't have. Like, no, I don't think Scott Drew is a lock to be better than John Calipari's in the future. Totally, totally agree with you. You're, you're preaching to the choir here. And I, if Calipari were to leave or if something were to happen and he didn't, he wasn't the coach anymore, I do think Drew would be a good candidate. Obviously, you would. But there is, the that's candidate. the thing. is March makes fools out of everybody if your whole premise is you have to win a national championship because only one coach does each and every year. And that means dozens and dozens and dozens of other coaches came up short and thus it's underachievers. Really hard. It's such a silly take. It's also really hard. There's a reason like Mike Krzyzewski, right? Everyone wants like as much as we like to rag on him, as much as we can't stand him, probably the best coach in college basketball history is five, right? It's not like, not like he won every year. He's won five in like 40 years. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Bobby, we always love chatting with you. Um, I, I want to ask maybe more questions about the roster and roster management and stuff, but maybe we can get you back on next Friday and we'll we'll go through some of that. Mm -hmm. Always value your opinion. And Do you, uh, um, do you yeah. have a, a walk for tonight? Do you got a, do you got a game you, re you really like one side on? Yeah, when is I, I, I kind of think it's Purdue. Like, it, it doesn't it feel like the, this is the 15th the time when Cinderella just runs out, right? Like, and I think the difference with Purdue compared to like Kentucky is Jaden Ivy. Where, listen, St. Peter's has to guard seven footers and a, and a bigger guard that's athletic and can get to the rim kind of whenever he wants. I think this is a game where Purdue just like they start by getting the ball to the bigs, get a bunch of fouls because St. Peter's is going to foul a lot, 
And then they just kind of get out of the way and say, oh, yeah, Jaden Ivey, your top five pick. Go do your thing now. It's going to be frustrating to watch. A lot of, it's a lot of points, though. But Twelve and a half? Yeah, doesn't, doesn't, it kind of feel, doesn't it kind of feel like this is the game where Purdue just puts up like 95 on them? Yeah, that's true. And uh, like we forget how bad St. Peter's offense was the entire season. Right. And they were pretty good last week. Like eventually they're gonna quit making shots, right? Right. And and Painter's also on four days of of prep. Like I think Painter's one of the twenty best coaches in America and you give him four days prep against St. Peter's, like as good as much as Sheen Holloway is awesome, right? And as good as he is Painter's also been here before, like a lot recently in terms of from first weekend to Sweet 16. So all signs just kind of point to this being a Purdue blowout. We're also kind of due for a blowout. Oh, and also give me your USA Panama prediction because we'll maybe need to talk about that next week too. So what do you, what do yeah. you see happening? U.S. 2-1 to one in a very, very nervous game. I'm saying three zero USA. Wow, I think zero. It's, wow, it's close and tight for like sixty minutes, and then the floodgates break open, and there's a big party down in Orlando. Bobby, you have a great weekend, buddy. All right, you too, guys. Talk to you later. Bobby Regan, always fun chatting with him. We need to take our last break, and then I may have fibbed about the text line because I don't know how we're going to finish. Damn it, TJ, why are you fibbing us? We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports oh. Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Look at that door, dude. See that door right there? One marked pirate. You think a pirate lives in there? I see a door marked private. Is that the, is that the door you're talking about? No, I was talking about... Yep. I didn't say... No, did you, what did you hear? I heard you say you saw a door marked pirate. Yes, is there that's a pirate I, living in there? No, see, that's not what I was saying. Well, look, are we going to talk about restaurant. pirates all day? We're going to find out what lives in there. We're the one that... Oh, man. The greatest bit in Always Sunny is that uh, Charlie can't read. <laughs> it is really good. I love it. Welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Big Export Radio. Oh, Teacher Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We've got a lot of text to get to. A little time to do it. Do need to at least mention Dante Allen is transferring. Roush basically told you all this was going to happen yesterday. Not really a surprise that he is transferring at all, but again, Roush did just say like, hey, wink, wink. He ain't going to be a Wildcat much longer. Sure enough, just a few hours later, he made wow. it official. Soothsayer over here. I do feel like we talked about this yesterday, so we don't need to really dive back into it, but everybody's going to wish him well, and you know, unless he goes to U of L. Um, somebody on the text line said that they saw him with Kenny Payne at Jeff Ruby's last night. I ain't buying it. Maybe it's totally true. <laughs> I, I ain't buying it. But that, that would, would be, be on so the text funny. line a little bit later. But also, like, good. Have him take him. Sure. Well, and also, if that's the case, then yeah, so be it. But mm -hmm. if he's out on the floor, Kentucky would, I think, have some success being able to get around him if that were the case. But I'm wishing him well. He seems like a great guy. And he is fun to watch. He's a fun player to watch. But I could also see how he could be somewhat frustrating to coach just because 
man, for being so skilled and having such good footwork offensively, it's just like disappears on the other end of the court. But he'll get better and uh, hopefully get more minutes because I think he wants to play, and, and who could blame him for that? All right, let's get back to this monster of a text line. 502-414-1450. Let's do it to it, Mr. Sports Talker. Um, I, I've lost our place, though. Yeah, I did as well. Um, cool. Oh, um, okay, there we go. Yeah. Texter on the Thornton sex line says, have a hard time seeing us landing Steen with LSU and Bama in the mix. Yeah, but also why would you – like they have like three five-stars on their team right now, so why would you go to Bama? I don't know their roster situations, but I, that did Texter kind of crossed my mind of like Kentucky's obviously a very solid football program that now is established under Mark Soups and whatnot. So I'm not saying that like he played at Vandy and he would think going to Kentucky would be similar to what he was doing at Vandy. It's night and day what Vandy and Kentucky football are doing right now. But he may say, I've been at Vandy all these years. I want to win a national championship. And quite frankly, that's just not where Kentucky's at right now. So that does worry me, Texter. I'm, I'm there with you. It also feels like uh, it's we've got ourselves a, just like uh, a, a pissing match between Wolford and UK. So... The, you know. the beauty of uh, but the beauty of Kentucky football is like our goal is SEC championship game, win the East. If you win the East, you are in the title, like, and, and you know, thanks You're to the, the ACC, yeah. bunch of freaking losers that we're not going to have an expanded playoff. But if you had an expanded playoff and you do it, you are in the playoffs, no questions asked. You win the East and you win the SEC championship game, you're also in. So while I say that Kentucky's not in the hunt for a national championship, they really are not far off and i know that that's not butt slapper radio it's just the truth if our goal is sec east kentucky's had two games for the sec east the last four seasons you win one of those boom you really are in the thick of it so kentucky's not terribly far away but they're not there right now wheeler has to go then right seems like a guy we can replace in the portal rather easily sharp and oscar aren't replaceable guys like wheeler mints and brooks are um i kind of i agree with you mostly texter and if it if the rumor if those things are true if or Mm -hmm. worse than what we've heard then yeah you think maybe it's just best to part ways but we do have to remember he is a a koozie award finalist he uh, like he he did do good things for kentucky this year is he national championship good those are all debates that we could have but it's not like he was a bum out there. Now, if he's a headache and he causes some chemistry issues and stuff like that, that's something that needs to be addressed and fixed. But let's not act like he didn't do some nice things out on the floor for you guys. Third in the nation in assists, fourth most assists in a single season in UK history. So, yeah, you're, there's there's no doubt about that. Uh, you just hope maybe, you know, mentally get it together, mature a little bit, and and I would love for him to be back. I'd, But I still want it to kind of be the Case and Wallace show because uh, that dude, he's a leader. He really is. He's going to be fun. Here's a, a good text I like in the Thornton's text on 502 414 Why does TJ continue say we're going to be a contender next year with the Final Four chance? There's like a 98% chance all three of Oscar, Sharp, and Ty Talif. What is TJ seeing? That's the thing, Texter, is he's seeing John Calipari as coach, and there's about a 98% chance that if John Calipari is the coach, that Kentucky's a Final Four contender. Um, really, it's 92% of seasons going into the year. We and now the 12. Like- we feel like the roster is good enough 
to maybe make – I mean, the, the thing we don't want to tell ourselves, and in 2013, we went into that season, UK, IU, and UofL being one, two, and three. Like, again, that t- – you know, you didn't have a, a steady enough point. It's always point guards for Calipari. It always is a point guard for him. But they didn't have a steady enough point guard, and then Nerlens got hurt, and we know how all that worked out. But I'm, I'm counting 2000 – if I'm counting 2013, at least in the offseason, as one where we felt good going into it. And we didn't care that it didn't end up working out as well as we thought because because you're coming off a national championship year. And that's what that goodwill of winning can do. And that's, you know, Calipari's got to get back to a Final Four and, and be able to kind of get some of these people off his back a little bit. Just win, baby. It'll cure everything. TJ, I'm not a hater yet, but Cal did just come off a 9-16 and season, which he told everyone who would listen they were coming back stronger next season, to which he delivers the worst NCLA loss in know, school history. You were ranked fifth, though. Like that, that. Yeah, it was like a good year. He was right about it being a good year. It no, wasn't a they... dominant year, but it was a good year, really good year. And then it just – we got bit by the March Madness. Got, got up that uh, seeing a few Patrick Baldwin rumors floating around would be an absolutely huge ad. Don't let those numbers this year fool you. Oh, yeah, I would take it as much as I like kind of laughed them off when I read them uh, a week or two ago. Uh, those I, I'd be all for it. Like six, seven shooting guard, like sign me up. I'm in on it too. That's the kind of kind of talent that UK needs to consistently have. Um, so I'd be and, for that as well. But I also think too that like he could go to the pro and just like, uh, basically everything I've read on his draft prospects are like, it's 50 50 on whether folks want to take a chance on him or not. So like, if you're a betting, if you, if you, if you're a bet on yourself kind of guy, then you do transfer somewhere else and try to have a kick-ass year to reaffirm yourself as a lottery pick. I've been out of the recruiting game, but I thought things didn't really go like great with UK and him. So I don't think it would happen, but I also could be misremembering that. Trevor texted me individually and said Dante Allen should go to Ole Miss so he can maximize being a hero versus the only team he plays well against. Trevor, it's a little mean, but also maybe you're onto something. Yep. Also, Oxford, there are worse places to spend a few years of college than Oxford, Mississippi. Wouldn't it be hilarious if he did go to Mississippi State, though? No, <laughs> I like, wouldn't wish Starkville on anybody. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, wouldn't. Hey, and he did beat him this year. Yeah, and he got him at once. Yeah, he split. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that game, that really, that really was an incredible performance down in Starkville in that overtime game. Obviously not a great UK team, but like just people won't forget where they were when they were watching that one. That was just, that that will be a random UK regular season game during a miserable season that will get talked about more than probably any other game that year. His career three point shooting percentage. It was like 73% against Mississippi state and 25% against everybody else. It's just insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another texter says now would be the perfect time for Nick's former ex-boss to admit the count. I had to double check to see if this person meant to text this into their show. They did, uh, but he said he sent it to a few other ones. But just <laughs> over the Dante over the Dante Allen one, you know, you'd have to he'd have to address that. That's not for us to address. Um, but the Dante Allen stuff was overblown, but it was a struggling team where everybody was just like, try different things. Yeah, yeah. We were uh, just like one, like, please just do something, anything. Like play the guy who never plays. Like, what 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 what's what worse could happen? You're gonna lose again. Like, yeah. this, is another player gonna be bad? Now, shockingly, believe it or not, hope everybody's sitting down or pulled over, but some UK fans did overreact with the Dante Allen stuff. But I think the folks that just wanted to see him out on the floor, um, they, hell, I mean, he won UK a game, so they technically were right. But we also saw in due time why he mm-hmm. wasn't constantly getting minutes. Um, and then also, he's cold this year, unfortunately. Like, he just couldn't really hit. No. Wow. No. 
Um, and he got chances. Did he get enough chances? Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But he missed. I mean, the chances he had, he didn't take advantage of. Any sort of comparison to Reed Shepard is going to just infuriate me to don't to let no it. Because so many people are just being like, like they're they, being just idiots about it, and that's the part we, that I'm like, dude, he was a Allen was not even a top 100 player. Reed Shepard's a top 25 player. Like, there's you could obviously just a difference easily, in talent. Yeah, you could just as easily say Reed Shepard is more aligned to a Darius Miller than a Dante Allen. You know, like it's not like uh, or a. Uh, Derek Willis took some time, but it's not like Kentucky hasn't had Kentuckians come in and be successful at UK. So he's not really compared to any, like, I don't think sure. Darius is ranked that high either. You know what but, I mean? Like he's more aligned to uh, what's uh, Emmanuel quickly Tyler hero. Like that's their recruiting ranking is like 20. Yeah. But people see Kentucky kid going to Kentucky. Dante Allen didn't work out. Thus, Reed Shepard can't work out. He it's like just Reed dumb. Shepard is like he played in the Sweet 16 this year, and I know we've he didn't win, but he's played against good competition. Sorry, Pendleton County, but like they're that region, there's I not do. a lot there in northeast Kentucky on the double A. I do love how triggered UVL fans get that he won Mr. Basketball only playing like seven games or whatever it was. And <laughs> David, they cry because David Johnson didn't win. And oh, the city of Louisville gets hated on by Kentucky so much. Woe is me. Uh, David Johnson, maybe if he was just better in high school, he would have won Mr. Basketball. Did you all ever think about that? Maybe if he was a better basketball player, he would have won Mr. Basketball instead of a guy who played seven games before blowing his knee out. Maybe, maybe it's kind of embarrassing if you think about it. So maybe the fault isn't on Dante Allen. Instead, other people should have just been better. That's what I would tell them, of course. Mm -hmm. The block charge is out of hand, LOL, says one texture. It's been out of hand, man. It's been, it's, it's, a, it's been a nightmare for over a decade. Well over a decade. I hate refs more and more every year. Let the kids play for the love of God. Don't have to read this on it. Oh, okay. Well, then we won't. <laughs> Russell Wilson comes into Denver and immediately sets the house on fire, literally. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Maha Stadium, 100 seats burnt up. I didn't even know that it was – I didn't even know that it caught fire. I just saw, like, the after results. So, were there pictures of it, like, in flames? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, straight – Oh, yeah. Which, also, I I mean, aren't the seats – like, they're not made of wood. So, like, what – Yeah, like, melt. Uh, and, and what – like, you would have to have something pretty hot or something pretty flammable on it. Have, have they said what the cause of the fire was? No, I didn't even know this happened until this morning. I just saw the aftermath of the pictures, and it was like, oh, my gosh, that is – I mean, that's that's millions and millions in damages. That's not – John Elway is going to have to bust open the pocket, the, the wallet. Yeah, says, Dante Allen at Ruby's in Louisville with Kenny Payne. Kenny taking Dante at Louisville is a strategic move by Kenny, if anything. Strategic? Um, I, Give me a PR I, move. I think if Dante was at Jeff Ruby's in Louisville, there'd be some pictures out. Not saying it didn't happen, but don't you think people will be like, oh my gosh, he just transferred today and he's already at Jeff Ruby's with UofL's coach? Uh, that, I think that would be newsworthy. Maybe this person's got the scoop, though. We've got that gym on Tuesday nights and maybe Friday nights for the foreseeable future. I know it's a little bit of a drive for you guys, but if you're ever bored and want to come play some pickup, hit me up. Justin, you can even come and do commentary if you'd like. Wow, Justin, you're not allowed to go there and splash right. some threes, I, unfortunately. But I don't get to play. And talk. The hell? Just get play-by-play practice. <laughs> Man. I'm not doing That's I'm not doing commentary unless I'm getting paid. But I'd rather play basketball. What I'm if doing. Roush and I did a one on one game and you needed to do commentary? No, oh yeah. I'm I'm hundred percent in for that. But only if we get Trevor for color. 
Okay, that sounds like a deal. We're never going to do it. We've tried. Roush is too scared. But besides that, it all sounds really fun. At what point does the national media start treating Mark Few like an underachiever? A lot of talent goes through Gonzaga, trash conference, guaranteed one seed most years. Also, Cal frustrates me sometimes, but he should definitely still be the coach. But whenever his time is done, I'd give Musselman a look. They think that he'd do very well here, and he would continue the great, good, drunk tradition at UK. I also do wonder, like, I think Arkansas can be a destination job just from like a money fan base yeah. support, you know? So like I could, I could see him just getting comfortable and never leaving. Per Mike Rutherford, U of L's little search firm that they hired, which is just like, it's gotta be money laundering search firms. And we've talked about that though, but right, right. they, they, he said that they came back with two people that they said, Nope, not a good fit. Maybe that was just not a good fit for U of L. Um, Musselman and Kenny Payne were the two people they came back and they were like, we would not go in these directions. <laughs> that is totally just money laundering. <laughs> did, did you did you hear that, Justin, when he said that? Oh my god, this I hilarious. didn't know. This this was like two weeks ago. This was like a week or two weeks ago. I, I found that I found that fascinating. But there have been some rumors of like muscle b- beneath the surface for Musselman, things aren't as as rosy as they yeah. yeah, and you know that could just be rumors. Who who am I to say? But those rumors are out there for what it's worth. And what we do is we like to spread rumors. Uh, shout out to running Bill Clinton. Suck it, Zags. I don't get it. The Hogs, Bill Clintons. The oh, running the Clinton. running Bill Clintons. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if he would go to the Final Four. I bet he would. Man, that 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 really was a, a perfect storm for them back in the nineties. Maybe maybe they're going to recapture some of that magic. And then, are you suggesting a twenty twenty four Hillary run? Uh, Hillary versus Trump. I'd love to see it happen once. You can get Vegas odds on 2024 presidential and uh, Hillary. You can get odds on. Believe can you get odds on Hillary for prison? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Uncle Bo has those. Uh, DraftKings doesn't, but Uncle Bo does the, off, the offshore ones. Texter um, says, I hope Mark View gets an Uber tonight. <laughs> you should always get an Uber if you are partaking. Gonzaga, man, they're good, but just wholly unprepared for this tournament with their conference. Unless they have an elite guard like Suggs, they just can't quite do it. Yep. And you know what? We we need to stop getting triggered with Gonzaga because come March, they're going to be playing their toughest games in game number two. Gosh, Which I guess you could make a case we lost in game number one, so there's a joke to be there, but we'll be back, baby. We'll be Anyone back. else opting for the World Cup qualifying? I just can't stomach watching basketball in the nightcap with Duke marching. Go USA. Go I had USA. the double TV set up, had the USA game on the duration of that game, and then was flipping back and forth between the man, basketball you, games. But, uh, uh, gosh, suck at Arizona. Suck, uh, man, I just hate everything in the West Coast. You get the good weather. You get great time zones. You, you don't have to stay up till midnight to watch a freaking sporting event. Just never – just go away, you losers. Go away and never come back. Wow. Heated, heated. This feels like the year Kansas wins it all. We go out the first round and beat the national champion on their home court by 20. That's just how basketball bounces this season. Poop happens. Move on to 2023. The Cats will be right back where we need to be. Yeah, yeah, I totally see that being the case. In regards to the Allen news, I think this is better for everyone involved. You can say Allen had too short of a leash in 21 season. Then this year, he didn't seem to take advantage of his opportunities. We can debate as to why Allen let the opportunities go to waste, but darn it, I'm going to root for that kid. We should unless he goes to a rival. That's from Mook. Yep, I think everybody's on board there. Mook follows it up. If it comes down 
between wings and pizza. It's pizza hands down. If you choose wings, you're looking at the equation all wrong. You're far more likely to run into a place that has subpar wings. Each one of us can name multiple places that have wings that you would not want to eat. There are way more pizza places that not only serve good or great pizza, but also have more variety of flavors, toppings, crusts, mook. But mook, I don't think you can look at it as a just an averages question because the best wings beat well, the best pizza. That's true, but I think if it, it's 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 a definitely wings have a higher ceiling. Pizza has a lower floor. I think that's his argument right now. I do agree with that. Like, it's tough to mess up pizza, but it ain't so tough to mess up wings because you see it happen. Yeah, I do agree with that take, but I, but wings are just better than pizza, so I'm going with I'm going with, with wings. For what it's worth, everything Mook said spot on. I'm with you, Mook. And I don't agree that, like, there's more versatility in pizza. You can smoke wings. You can fry wings. You can grill wings. You can oven bake wings. Then, then not even get into the sauces. Thin crust, thin crust, New York style. Sure, the yeah. sure, but sure. And I'm doing the same with wings. You can do dry rubs. You can do spicy buffalo. You, you can go down the you can do go down the sauce list all day if we want to. So I was really disappointed with the Twitter results, but it does just go to show that majority doesn't rule, and there are. A lot of dumb people out there, unfortunately. Uh, looking at Kay, Coach K's career, it, it, I don't think you're dumb if you like pizza better than the wings. That's a joke, everybody. Looking at Coach K's career, if he was the coach at UK, he wouldn't have lasted long. Our fans would have demanded him be fired way before he won his national championship. Let that sink in. We would have wanted the second best coach of all time fired. We are crazy. I mean, like, also, you, Texer, the, the timing. When Coach K took forever to win his first title, that was 50 years ago. Like, the times have changed. Coaches are getting paid like 10 times more than what they used to. Of course, expectations are going to be higher. Of course, they have a shorter shelf life because they're getting paid millions and millions of dollars. I bet Coach K's first contract was like, what, maybe $100,000 a year? Maybe? Like, times are different than what they were back then. Of course, people are going to be more patient. It's, it's, that, that's, I'm not, I'm not trying to like roast this texture or anything, but like, Stoops is an anomaly that he got more than a three year hook. Because that's rare. And it just shows that, like, at a program like UK, you need to have more time to be patient. Like, college basketball nowadays, like, the, the shelf life is shorter than when it was in the 1970s. <laughs> like, it just is. Yeah. Um, uh, we just got to move on with the text. Yeah. The texter says, uh, surprised we didn't hear any about Pat Baldwin rumors to UK. Any scoop on that, Roush? We talked about that in hour one. Download the podcast brought to you by mm -hmm. Cornbread Hemp. Save 30% when you go to cornbreadhemp.com. It's full spectrum CBD. Yes, that's correct. All organic products. Uh, use yeah. that promo code Big X at cornbreadhemp.com for thirty percent off. Try try some today. A texter says, "How the heck did we get out recruited for Paolo? Imagine him as our four this year. Always one player away. Gosh, it'd be nice. Um, and maybe you know, if you had Antigua and Chin and that staff, maybe it could have been different for." for Paolo, but yep, it seems like it's always one player away. Dang, Duke really is going to win it all. Once again, Duke will make a heartbreaking UK tournament worse for us. Yeah, in that 2010, 2015, there's anytime yeah, Duke wins, yeah. it's going to be heartbreaking, but yeah. that's there's Even worse. Yeah. Arkansas Ar versus Duke in the Elite Eight. Flop City refs' heads are going to explode. They're oh, going to be so it. pumped, man. This is their favorite. They're already practicing their charge calls. They're just... Yeah. Ah. Yep. During the 30-second play to check Roach's foul, the Duke band played that stupid song for Midnight Madness where Grayson Allen and the team danced. The whole stadium was dancing weird just like that. It's a yeah, cult, dude. It's a cult. Yeah, Duke is a cult. They're, they're, they're weird. They're losers. And you got to remember also, if you're Duke, I say it every time, but if you're a Duke fan and you did not go to Duke, they look down on you. They don't like you. 
they they will gladly take all your money, but they think that they are better than you are. Just so you know that. And if you're all right with that, that's cool too. Uh, during the 30-second play to check Ra- Roach, oh, oh, we did that one. Feeling yeah. like Coach K's wife always looks like she's afraid of Duke losing. <laughs> I'm just glad that that hasn't been a thing for like the last two decades, you know, like showing his wife in the crowd. I know that they've done it occasionally, but like they've really hammed it up this year, you know? Yeah, they really, they really have. Justin, um, why don't you take this next one? Come on. It's a picture of yeah. Thornton's. I don't, I don't know if he's saying come on for the gas prices or the fact that he's at Thornton's. Definitely not for the gas prices, but that's a that's Thornton's true. by my house. Not the closest hey. Thornton's because Thornton's are everywhere. But Who's it is that? Winnie, oh, Winnytown. Nice. Uh, well, it, it's the one closest to Stocksmore um, is the one they sent the picture of. Oh, right there on Shelbyville Road. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Great location for Thornton's. TC from Lexington here, boys. TJ, I believe it was you that said you could see Note in Arkansas making a Kimba UConn type of run this year. Wow, I'm the smartest. Thanks, TC. Um, but no, Bobby Regan, you know, had a similar sentiment. He's that type of scorer. He's a good player. Uh, but I don't think he's really, like, been a star just yet, which maybe makes me feel better for Saturday. Who's to say? Okay, I'm starting to worry about Duke winning at all. I think we all are. Another texter says, good Lord, listen to Roush ran on Gonzaga. I can't help but think Nick Nick once got dumped out of an outback in Spokane. <laughs> <laughs> I added the outback part to that text. But a good text all around. I was just happy to That's get a, a little text. boost there. Oh, is Trevor text? Yeah, he's been texting in a storm. Uh, less than 20 minutes into the show, and already Gonzaga, Duke, Zona, and even Canada. No one's safe from bitter Roush today. <laughs> oh, man, the haterness hater that ever hated Nick Roush. I'd hate to give Roush a, long, a wrong look in his house today. Brooke needs to be on pins and needles. She may just get <laughs> eviscerated. <laughs> Has Gonzaga ever seen a weight room boom roasted? What's higher this morning, a giraffe's ass or Roush's blood alcohol level? (laughs) (laughs) The latter, for sure. The first yelling roll call doesn't work at that Thornton's. They are just lucky enough to have a Thornton's as a customer and constantly in multiple ones across all six states. Oh, okay. That clears it up. Well, I just want Justin to keep being berated. Uh, well, don't, don't you worry. There's more coming his way. Is he trying coming, to yeah. shade on UMass? I mean, since 96, UMass has as many Final Four appearances as IU. Wow. What do you think about that, Scoots? Yeah, I really don't have a rebuttal, but UMass in the last 10 years <laughs> has been awful. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I don't have a rebuttal. See, that's, uh, that's, that is one thing I like about Scoots. You know, and I know he's listening and we love him, but Trevor would try to, you know, argue about how it's not been bad or blah 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 scooch is like yeah okay you got me there but see that's fair good for you scoots john seems like a nice guy but yesterday was like listening to a madman yelling at the sky people got a vent but you know we don't he wanted to he wanted to call in we said sure sounds like i'll be i'll be start hitting up applebee's soon was that from trevor yeah, uh, makes sense with the grammar. Nah, John made an ass of himself with that phone call. He's going to have to catch some strays for a few months. Wow. What do you think about that, Roush? Um, take out your second and suck it. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Didn't think about that. Uh, Texture says, can I call in? LOL. Yeah, I mean, if, if you want to, I guess. Uh, also, it's my birthday on the 27th. Can I get a birthday? Come on from Dustin. <laughs> Come on <laughs> from Dustin. <laughs> oh, another texture says Murray State and Evansville are on the same level, Scoots. Wow. So we, so we have another text about this. Yes. So I'll, what, save, my just, I'll, okay. I'll save my thoughts. I'll save my thoughts. 
We're just going to get right to it. It says, Scoots, I've listened to your hot Indiana takes before and respect them, but saying Evansville and Murray State are on the same thing is comical. Murray's last four coaches have ended up at Cincinnati, now UCLA with Mick Cronin, Texas A&M, Billy Kennedy, Iowa State, Steve Prohm, and now LSU, Matt McMahon. Nine regular season championships, seven tournament championships, and seven NCAA tournament appearances. Cool it with the ice-cold comparison. Sincerely, a Murray State grad and lifelong Kentucky fan. Go Racers and go Cats. Look, I have nothing against Murray State, but are we are we judging programs on where their coaches end up? No. I mean, that's, no, we're not. Okay, cool. And Murray State and Evansville basically are the same place. Murray State may have a few more tournament appearances, but neither of them are going to win anything ever, so it doesn't matter. They're they're the same school in my opinion. Um, who is in the top twenty five this year? I mean, they Murray they State. have been several to- a couple different years, but. It, do something with it and then i'll then i'll change my time how many times has evansville been to the ncaa tournament evansville beat kentucky if you all remember when they when y'all were number how how many times has evansville been to the ncaa tournament let me turn it around on you how many number one teams has murray state beat they've Hmm? probably as many as evansville has Murray State's more successful. Murray State's never, never beat a number one. Yeah, like, like Justin, you're, 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 this is, you're making a Trevor argument. Evansville hasn't been to the NCAA tournament in this millennium. They've been five times in their history. Murray State's been seven times since their last appearance. Like, it's not even, it's night and day. It's not even comparable. Uh, Texter says, Evansville, Murray. Nick's room looked like Ray Finkel with pictures of TJ. Soccer style kicker graduated from Collier High Junior. June 1976, Stetson University Honors, graduate class 1980. Oh, I heard Ross read that Texas. Hey, TJ, who's the better beard, you or your brother? I don't get it. Yeah, who's the better beard instead of who has the better beard? It's not that. Whatever. Good morning, guys. Happy Friday. Alex from Colga here. I got summer radio question for you, and this could be a question for Scoots and his Hoosiers too. But knowing what you now know about respective college football team if you could take any nfl player from any team to give you the best chance of winning the college football playoffs who would it be if you think that's not possible how about one on defense and one on offense have a great weekend patrick mahomes yeah for sure yeah i mean i also think you would do pretty well with lamar just for running i mean oh yeah that's true yeah pretty impossible to defend patrick mahomes Patrick Mahomes would not help Indiana alone, so I would have to have Jalen Ramsey too. Josh Allen would be amazing, also. Yeah. Um, Both yeah, Josh yeah, Allen's. Ooh, just get the Josh Allen's. Yeah, all the yeah, Josh. Donald. I'll go Josh Allen duo. Now it makes sense. TJ combs that wild beard with his headphones mic throughout the show. At this point, Trevor's old mic would sound better than that chin pube scratching sound. Suck it, weird beard. Wow. Oh, maybe wow. that is what makes that noise. Yeah, in that case, I deserve it. How does Roush hate win? No hair, no ears. The dude is as aerodynamic as a golf ball. What an amazing, <laughs> beautiful text into the show. Uh, John here. Good morning to all. Oh, my God. I just keep laughing at the text on. Hey, some people just need to lay off uh, Grandpa's cough syrup. Hey, my top three coaches of all time in this order are Bob Knight, Adolph Rupp, Rick Pitino. What's yours? Well, got to go. Have a great weekend. But John, you hate Indiana, and you're putting Bob Knight as your top. Bob all- Knight overrated as a basketball coach if calipari really cared about would never have let the winner of those games leave oh it's a it's a parody text about dante allen who chose today's music it's terrible oh wow trevor wow um, he sent, he sent me music over for old time's sake 
All right, well, I was looking forward to hearing the song Dingus would go with today. Each one has sounded somewhat distorted, but I could hear from the distortion possibly helps them. Yeah, that's true. It also has been terrible quality. How would you feel about Pinson? feel like he'd be a good Wheeler replacement if he left, but I don't think we need two guards that can't shoot. I'm out on Pinson. Uh, I imagine we would scrounge up the $25 bag of goldfish and a six-pack of num-nums to cover your announcing costs. Oh, wow. <laughs> doing, doing color next to the Vin Scully of Southern Indiana Sports for a one-on-one Roush vs. Walker. I'll even put pants and leave the house for that. It'll be a good time. <laughs> Aztecs can't wait until they put Bill on the kiss cam and he turns away from Hillary and makes out with a 20-something-year-old. And that's a beautiful way in the text line and in this week of radio. Oh, um, we're, it's about to ready to run out on us. Everybody have a great day. Thank you for all the texts into the show. You all are the best. Thanks for John calling in. Uh, looks like we had two more texts. Du- all we need is du- – oh, all Dustin needed was that TJ comment that he doesn't like argue with Trevor, and now he argues. Yeah, that's true. That's funny how that works. Justin takes on Evansville <laughs> is worse. What a ding-dong, says one texter. All right, everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. Enjoy it. We'll see you on Monday. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Big X. Go out.